G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Want to win in life's challenges? To know the will of God and have more passion for Him? Practical help right now with Tark Barner and Running With Fire. So appreciate you joining with me today and I trust as always that what I share will be encouraging, inspiring and uplifting. I want to share with you what I believe is one of the single greatest keys to breakthrough and seeing God's power at work in your life. And we're going to take it from a very familiar passage of Scripture, Acts 16, 22 and 26. Then the multitude rose up against them and the magistrates tore off their clothes and commanded them to be beaten with rods. And when they'd laid many strikes on them, they threw them into the prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in stocks. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake. I pray that you experience a suddenly earthquake, one that actually sets you free or works a miracle for you. So that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were loosed. So what Paul and Silas had done here is they had healed this demon-possessed woman and as a result of that, they're thrown into prison. Uh, they're beaten with rods and they're cast into this dirty, rat-infested inner prison, their feet in chains. You're talking about, what are we doing here? Injustice? Unfair? Not right? This is so bad. And the prisons in those days, nothing like prisons today, all right? That would be the most smelly, stinky, awful place you could possibly be in. And yet in the midst of the trial, they sing and they praise. A miracle happens and they're set free. Just, just check this out for a moment, man. Look, I, I'm a believer in praise. But look, I find it hard to really praise on a day that's not quite going as well as I might want it to go. When everything's going cool and great, hey, it's easier to pray. But these guys in the depths of despair and depression and discouragement, they're praising and they're Praying to God is just incredible. You know, one thing that we least want to do when we're struggling, if you're like me, um, is actually to praise. But that's the one thing we need to do that actually is a real key to victory. I remember facing a, a challenging situation, a very challenging situation, and I prayed a lot about it, but I just couldn't get the breakthrough. Then I felt the Holy Spirit say, Tank, why don't you try the power of praise? So I sang this old song, some of you may know, Jesus, we enthrone you, uh, we proclaim you as king, and what can stand against the Lord and the praises of his saints. As I praised, I seriously felt the Holy Spirit and some authority. Do you know the next day, God worked a miracle for me. Praise is so powerful. I don't think we use it nearly enough. Praise is a bridge that can carry you over troubled waters. I heard this story about this preacher. It's a bit of a joke, actually, selling a horse. And the buyer came to test it. And the preacher said, well, this horse only responds to church talk. And he says, go is praise the Lord. If you want the horse to stop, you say, amen. 
So the man gets on the horse and he says, praise the Lord, and off the horse trots. Again, he says, praise the Lord, and the horse gallops. Suddenly, he's right in front of a cliff. And the man yells, amen. (laughs) And the horse stops on the edge of the cliff. The man wipes his forehead and says, praise the Lord. And off the horse goes over the cliff. Hey, I just thought I'd throw that one in for good measure for today. So 2 Corinthians, let's get serious here. 2 Corinthians 10 verse 4. Hey, a bit of humor, a bit of fun in God's house. It's all right, isn't it? I reckon God's probably got a pretty good sense of humor. If he hasn't, then we're not really made in his image. So if we're made in his image, then he must have a good sense of humor too. Uh, 2 Corinthians 10 verse 4. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty for God for pulling down strongholds. You know, there's a difference between worship and praise. Worship is more about intimacy, lifting your heart to God, relationship with him, enjoying his presence. Praise in many ways is a bit different. It's like it's a mighty weapon of war that can actually defeat the enemy. We're going to see how that plays out throughout the course of this week. We could say it this way. Praise, real praise, is like going to war to defeat the enemy's work in your life and in your circumstances. I trust you will join me tomorrow as we explore this fascinating topic that does lead to breakthrough and miracles. Tark Barner is the Senior Pastor of Church Unlimited in Auckland, New Zealand. For more information, to make contact or to listen again, look for Running With Fire at our website, vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 